Hey, I'm Scotty. Thanks for listening to Retail, a series by Rebuy, where we recap the top AI, tech, and e-commerce stories from last week and share why they matter this week. So let's dive into those top stories. Last week, the United States Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter point to a range of 5 to 5.25%, marking it the fastest rate increase since the 1980s. While there is hope there is a pause in interest rate hiking coming on the horizon, the Fed were non-committal about this and said, quote, a decision on a pause was not made today, Jerome H. Powell, the Fed chair said, adding, will be driven by incoming data, meeting by meeting, and will approach that question at the June meeting. That meeting is scheduled for June 13th to 14th. Shopify announced on Thursday of last week that they were laying off 20% of their workforce as well as selling their logistics business to Flexport for roughly 13% in stock. The layoff affects more than 2,000 people and comes 10 months after the e-commerce brand laid off roughly 1,000 people. The news follows a trend enacted by many big tech companies across the world from Netflix to Google to Meta to Apple as every business grapples with current economic headwinds. This year alone, 660 tech companies as of this recording have laid off over 191,000 people according to data from layoffs.fyi. As someone who's been laid off multiple times in their career, just lucky I guess, there's no getting around it. Layoffs suck. They're the worst. But the, the main thing I want you to focus on if you have been laid off and you're listening to this is your self-worth is in no way related to your job or your job title. You are gonna get through this. We've attached some resources in the show notes if you wanna check that out, uh, hang in there. But remember, you're gonna get through this. All right, one of my favorite stories from last week, what if Wes Anderson directed Star Wars? Take a listen to this. In a galaxy far, far away, prepare for a reboot like never before. This summer, Wes Anderson brings you a side of the Star Wars universe you've never seen before, the Galactic Menagerie. Starring Timothy Chalamet, Scarlett Johansson, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, and Owen Wilson. Wow. Coming to theaters this summer, may the force be with you. If you're listening to the podcast version of this episode, you got to check out the show notes for the link to that trailer. It was made by YouTube account Curious Refuge. Obviously, it's fan-made. It's not official. It uses AI-generated imagery to imagine what a Star Wars film created by renowned film director Wes Anderson would look and sound like. Director Wes Anderson is known for his trademark symmetrical shots, quirky humor, pastel palettes, and he's the creator of such films like The Grand Budapest Hotel and The Royal Tannenbaums. Some people find this trailer delightful and funny, a nice homage to the creator. Others, it brings up those concerns about how AI relates to Hollywood and any creative endeavor. Speaking of, the Writers Guild of America currently on strike as of this recording. One of their major concerns is protections against AI. The guild of thousands of television and movie writers are demanding better pay, higher streaming residuals, job security, and like we mentioned, restrictions on the use of artificial intelligence on creative projects. The Writers Guild said last week that it wants studios to stop the use of AI for writing or rewriting literary material or training AI using original material. Amy Webb, uh, founder and CEO of Future Today Institute, spoke to Hollywood Reporter about this issue and explained how that kind of rewriting scenario could play out. Quote, Webb doesn't think AI could cross the picket line effectively on most projects, but an exception might be a long-running procedural like Law & Order. You've got a massive corpus, it's formulaic, and a lot of the storylines are ripped from the headlines, so you've got the data sources that you need, Webb says. To be clear, she doesn't think writers can be replaced by machines. What I'm saying is, the conditions are right in certain cases for an AI potentially to get the script 80% of the way there, and then have writers who could cross the picket line do that last 20% of polishing and shaping. That's possible for certain types of content. 
And it's not only writers who are fearing the rise of AI taking away creative opportunities. SAG-AFTRA, the actor's union, says more of its members are flagging contracts for individual jobs in which studios appear to claim the right to use their voices to generate new performances. A recent Netflix contract sought to grant the company free use of a simulation of an actor's voice by, quote, all technologies and processes now known or hereafter developed throughout the universe and in perpetuity. To close out the story, I would just like to reiterate to any Netflix executives who might be watching this that uh, if you want to buy the streaming rights to retail, just reply to any of the dozen emails I sent you last week. Speaking of the complicated future of AI that is certainly either the doom of civilization or the savior of humanity or maybe both or somewhere down the middle, the godfather of AI, Jeffrey Hinton, left his post at Google last week and spoke to the New York Times about the dangers of artificial intelligence. In 2022, Hinton, alongside two of his graduate students from the University of Toronto, created a technology known as a neural network, which has become foundational for AI systems across the world. His immediate fears are the internet being flooded with so many false photos, texts, videos, and that the average person won't be able to know what is true anymore, as well that AI will upend the job market by replacing so many human workers. But more alarmingly are his concerns for the future. Quoting directly from that New York Times piece by technology reporter Cade Metz, quote, Down the road, he is worried that future versions of the technology pose a threat to humanity because they often learn unexpected behavior from the vast amounts of data they analyze. This becomes an issue, he said, as individuals and companies allow AI systems not only to generate their own computer code, but actually run that code on their own. And he fears a day when truly autonomous weapons, those killer robots, become reality. Hinton cites most of his concerns stemming from the AI race between big tech companies like Google and Microsoft and fears that won't stop without some sort of global regulation. Comparing it to the nuclear arms race, Hinton hopes that the world's leading scientists will come together and collaborate on ways to control the technology, saying, quote, I don't think they should scale this up more until they've understood whether they can control it. It's a fascinating and at times very unsettling piece, uh, but you should definitely check it out. We linked it in the show notes. The part that stands out the most to me is right at the end of the story, Hinton makes this self-comparison to Robert Oppenheimer, father of the atomic bomb, and just their similar perspective, these brilliant scientists who were racing to create this technology, and now the regret they feel looking back at what they've brought into the world. Very haunting sends a chill down your spine, you should check it out. Our last story of the episode is a positive step forward for the future that Hinton desires for AI. And that is that last week, the White House held a meeting with executives from OpenAI, Google, Microsoft, and other tech giants to discuss the risks of artificial intelligence. Vice President Kamala Harris and other officials urged the companies to take responsibility for the safety and security of their products and comply with existing laws to protect the American people. President Biden as well dropped by briefly to the meeting and had this to say. What you're doing has an enormous potential and an enormous danger. I know you understand that. And uh, I hope you can educate us as to what you think is most needed to protect society as well as to advance it. This is really, really important. The White House released a statement about the meeting and said, quote, Given the role these CEOs and their companies play in America's AI innovation ecosystem, administration officials also emphasized the importance of their leadership, called on them to model responsible behavior and to take action to ensure responsible innovation and appropriate safeguards and protect people's rights and safety. 
Hours before the meeting, the White House announced the National Science Foundation plans to spend $140 million on new research centers devoted to AI. The administration also pledged to share draft guidelines for government agencies to ensure that their use of AI safeguards the American people's rights and safety. As well, several AI companies have agreed to make their products available for scrutiny in August at a cybersecurity conference. That's all for this week's retail. If you like this episode, please leave us a rating, a review, or subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening from. Rebuy is the fastest growing app for Shopify Plus and the trusted commerce AI platform for thousands of top brands across the world. Check out rebuyengine.com to learn how Rebuy's intelligent shopping experiences can boost your business's AOV, conversions, and LTV. That's all for now. We'll be back to retell this week's top stories next Monday, but until then, take care.